Welcome from Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 345, and welcome back to my front porch here in Phoenix. Uh, it has been a beautiful few days sitting outside here. The sky is like super, super clear. You can see the stars. It's awesome. Man, I'm telling you, being back out here, when I get to be out here and the weather's halfway decent, it's like I miss it so much. I can't even tell you. There is this, uh, you know, this interesting thing that happens with consistency. You know, consistent, like I've been going to the gym over the last two months and I don't like working out. I never really have liked working out, but something has happened in the last few weeks that I'm, I'm starting to enjoy it. It's become a pattern. Well, you know, that's what being out here, the consistency of kind of sitting in the same spot, observing what's going on. Um, and I've really missed it. I really miss the consistency of sitting outside. It's one of the, I would say it's one of the hardest things for me personally, uh, living in, in Arizona is that, you know, summers, it's like impossible. It's like a hundred degrees in the morning and uh but i've really just missed sitting outside i mean <laughs> my chair in our living room looking out the door first or looking out the window it honestly it's kind of creepy i think people walking by go is why is that guy just like staring out his front window um that's n- not even com- it doesn't even compare to sitting out here and hearing all the sounds and all that kind of stuff so really missing it but it is nice out here when i get out here and i'm able to do the podcast like it is nice just to sit out here and kind of take it in. Um, really, really, really excited for summer to come to an end and to get back to some of that awesome Phoenix weather. Um, hope you're doing good wherever you are, whatever's going on. Hope you're having an awesome, awesome day. Labor Day weekend this weekend. I'm actually really looking forward to it. It has been a pretty crazy couple months. And I don't, man, my work with Phoenix One, it, the, it's just kind of picked up pretty extensively. We've just helping a lot of pastors and staff from churches. And yeah, it just seems like, man, by the time I get to Friday, I'm like, woo, you know, just heavy things and lots of meetings and things like that. Awesome. I love what I get to do. I can't believe I get to do that for a job, get to do this for a job. Um, But uh, yeah, but I come to Friday, I'm like, goodness, I am wiped out. So I'm looking forward to Taking Monday off, relaxing a little bit. Um, dove hunting season is uh, will be kicking off on the first, so excited for that as well. So anyway, but I hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing good wherever you are, uh, whenever you're listening to this. Hope you're awesome. Um, thank you for all of you who continue to listen to this podcast. I, I really love that. We're learning, growing, figuring things out together. I love that. And, and if you're new, welcome. So glad you're listening. And then there's a bunch of you who give. Give to the podcast. Thank you so much. Front Porch Confessional. Dot com. There's a little tab that says partner. There's multiple different ways that you can partner. Uh, you can go there and they will direct you to how you can be a part of this financially if you'd like to do that. Um, but thank you for listening. Thank you for those of you who continue to give to the podcast. Really appreciate it. So, okay. Our passage for today, Psalms 27. I just got done. I've been doing a, I don't know, like maybe a three month, no, maybe two month study through Psalms. So I just wrapped it up on Friday. And uh, Psalms 27 just stood out to me. So I'll be doing some passages out of Psalm 27. But Psalms 27, 1 says this, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I'll read it again. Psalms 27, 1. 
The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Um, I, when I was a, a junior high youth pastor, we used to do these kind of explore trips. You know, we'd go all over the place. So I remember we did this explore trip. I think it was in West Virginia. And I was a pastor in Illinois. We did this road trip to West Virginia. It was amazing. Um, but one of the things we did is we went caving. And so we had this guide and he took us in all these caves. And so these caves, if, if you are claustrophobic, you, this is your worst nightmare. I mean, it's super skinny. Like at some points in the cave, you have to get down on your belly and you have to like squirm like like you have to shimmy kind of through the cave and like all of the earth is above you on your back and below you're like if this if we have an earthquake I'm done you know but so anyway and then you would kind of crawl through these crevices and then you'd pop out into these huge open rooms and pretty amazing I mean just kind of going into like the belly of the earth and so at one point, our guide, we're all in a room, and our guide says, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to, and we had been, gosh, it'd probably been an hour that we've been in these caves. And so he goes, here's what I want you to do. I want you to turn off your lights. So everybody turned off their lights. And it was eerie. It was completely eerie. So black, devoid of anything i mean it was nuts and he goes go ahead put your hand in front of your face so i'm like all everyone's putting you, you can't see anything and so we sat there and we tried to let our eyes adjust and still pitch black there's nothing there's no light there's nothing and then turn back on the lights and it was almost i mean it was like shocking as everybody turned the lights back on and and as i was sitting in that there there was something in it that like there's this eerie feeling when you're in that place of darkness you know, it's like there's a whole, like, how would I get out of it? Like, if I didn't have a light, how am I going to get out of that cave? Seriously. Like, I can't see in front of my hand in front of me. I have other senses, but to be honest, without there being any light, I'm just, I'm like lost. And so, but in the instant that light turned on, it was just like hope. It was like, oh, we're going to be okay. We're going to make it. And, and this is what I, one of the things I really love about Psalms 27, it's just kind of hyper-focusing where our hope is found, who our hope is found in. Because I think a lot of us feel a lot a bit like that cave, uh, like being lost in that cave or being dark in that cave, is that we're just afraid. And what I find with so many people, so many people, is they're just afraid. And, and I have these moments in my life, you know, I, when we first started Phoenix One, and we're sitting out here on the front porch going, how am I going to fund this thing? Like, you know, and at that point I, I was on-ramping an employee and I'm like, I have to pay, I just moved my family from California, great life there, moved my life, family to here to Phoenix. Like, how am I going to fund this thing that I believe that God's put in my heart and a lot of fear kind of started building up in me I'm not a person that kind of gets too afraid I don't get really overwhelmed but I was I was feeling the weight of the responsibility the weight of launching something new and and I remember just you know calling Suresh and being like I need help like I'm afraid you know and I I meet a lot of people um, who are afraid and one of the things I had to do is I had to refocus myself wow all my focus is in on what I don't have and I think that's the problem, probably for a lot of you listening, is your focus is on what you don't have or what you don't know yet. And so as a result of that, we find ourselves so afraid. We feel lost. 
and, and, and we're like grasping to try to get some kind of control. And for many of you, this is just a really, really overwhelming journey that you've been on. And hard and difficult. And, and I get it. it. It is difficult. It is hard. And David's going like, look, I, I know I know this is hard for you. I know what this feels like. I've been there. But here's what I want you to know. The Lord, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Right? He, he starts off this idea, and I, I think it's an interesting one. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my light. Like, and I started thinking through that and I started going like a light is this thing that guides us, you know, uh, thy word. And, you know, it says another way, place in Psalms, uh, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You know, the words of God, the wisdom of God is, is this light on our path, the path of life that we're trying to figure out and discern where do we go, what we do, who we vote for, you know, like you name it. What do we do with our finances? How do we raise our kids? And it's like, he's like, no, 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 the, the Lord the Lord is my light. And I think for so many other people, they're, they're trying to find other lights. And those lights are always disappointing. You know, it's like those cheap flashlights you get, get from the, like the, like the gas station or something. And always in some time of need, they run out of batteries, they break, they don't work, right? And it's like, of course. Like, that's what our plans are like. They're like this dysfunctional light that never really works. And yet, somehow, we've decided to bank all of our hope and trust in those things and it doesn't work it just really here it just doesn't work it doesn't work history will prove that it doesn't work hasn't worked for you hasn't worked for me and so he's like the lord is what would it look like to go you are my light and not only that you're my salvation you're the only one who can save me you're the only one who knows and all throughout the Psalms, the Psalms just kind of refocusing us on the person of or who God is. And who God is and, and who God is is shown to us through the person of Jesus. And the helper, the spirit of God is waking us to the, that reality. He's our salvation. He is the same today, yesterday, tomorrow. He will never fail. He is truth. Truth that exists because God exists. So if that's the case, let him be the light of your life. Let him be your salvation, because if you get to that place, then here's what happens next. You know, who, who, who are you going to fear? What situation is going to pop up? If you trust in God, you have hope in God, and you believe he's guiding and he's leading you, and he is your salvation, what do you got to be afraid for? Jesus says this in Matthew 6. You don't have to be afraid. Look how I take care of everything. Look how I love. Look how I love you. Look how I look of all, how I take care of all creation i love all creation don't i love you more he's like let that be your focus and then and then the other thing he says is the lord is my stronghold he's the stronghold of my life he's the strength of my life you and i are trying so hard to be strong to have it all figured out i mean the the scariest thing for a lot of people is feeling weak and it folds in ourselves when all of a sudden we can't control something. You know, when you get sick, when a pandemic breaks out, right? When one of your kids gets sick or, or something happens financially, something happens and you lose, like, and we all freak out. Well, guess what? That's where all your hope is found. All your hope is found. You're, you're, you believe you are strong. We believe we are strong if we have a lot of money in a bank account because our hope's there. As long as that's there, I'm fine. 
I'm going to be okay. As long as this president or that president is it, I'll be fine. As long as this politician or that politician, I'll be fine. It's a lie. It's not real. David is refocusing us. Something else for us is giving us a strength. And, and what happens is it disappoints us over and over and over. And yet we keep making the same mistakes. And he's like, when I understand that the, the Lord is my light, that he's my salvation, that he's my stronghold, he just says, whom shall I be afraid? What's going what's gonna to bring me down? And maybe the reason why life feels so sideways, maybe the reason why life feels so heavy and whole is your focus is wrong. Your solutions, the things you're looking for solutions are wrong. And they're just misleading you. And they're actually leading you into a fear type life, a fearful reality. And we're trying to be re- like the scriptures are trying to refocus us on the Lord and who he is and what he does and what he wants to do for you and for me. This is why as we look at Jesus, we go, he goes to the cross not my will, but yours be done. He's in the Garden of Gethsemane. Not your will, but yours be done. He's heads to the cross. Why? Because he knows the Lord's the light. He knows the Lord's the salvation. And he knows the Lord will be his strength. And we need to model our lives in that reality. Because the, the truth of it is, is this. Is like what you fear, you will follow. What you fear, you will follow. And if you fear the Lord, you will follow him. Even when it doesn't make sense, when it, even when it doesn't all work out the way you want to, if he's your focus, what you will find is a peace that passes all understanding, a joy even in the midst of suffering. And this is what the psalmist is trying to help us understand, help us understand, help us recognize, help us grasp onto. So the question is, what fear are you allowing to control you? Because that fear oftentimes is becoming a God in your life. What fear or even what strategy are you trying to use outside of the Lord that you feel like is going to save you and rescue you? It will not do that. Repent. Live different as a result of the reality this psalm is laying out. Father God, we need your help. Always we need your help. Thank you that you love us, that you care for us, that you are our light, our salvation, and our stronghold. We have nothing to be afraid. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So take a breath. Reflect and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers.